Welcome to Goop Tales, episode 12, Hate You and the Ferocious Pink Cabbage. I'm Maria Calancini, and I'm the author of Goop Tales. So in today's episode, the little goop hates you, who is named because she always says, I hate you, when she gets angry or when she doesn't like things. She gets stuck inside of a giant pink cabbage, and she gets caught in the cabbage clutch. Will she escape? You're going to have to listen to the story and find out. And at the end of the story, I'm going to tell you how you can see all of the photos that go with this story, and there's a little hate you hidden inside every photo, so make sure to look for that. And I'm also going to tell you how you can download the first half of this story, and then I'm going to invite you to ignite your imagination and write your own story ending for Hate You and the Ferocious Pink Cabbage. So stay tuned, and I will see you on the other side of Hate You and the Ferocious Pink Cabbage. Welcome to Goop Tales. Episode 12, Hate You and the Ferocious Pink Cabbage. When Happy Hate You was so sweet, some thought her good enough to eat. To witness Hate You's happy smile was singularly worth one's while. Yet oft, when angry, Hate You said, some things considered not well-bred. Hate You and the Ferocious Pink Cabbage, Chapter 1 Once upon a time, there was a sweet and lively little goop girl named Hate You. When Hate You was in a good mood, she was a sheer delight. She would laugh and play with all of the goops. Hate You loved a rainy day because it meant that she could pull out her favorite umbrella and go wish-catching. She believed that if a raindrop landed on her umbrella, it represented a wish that she could make. The more it rained, the more wishes she got. On very rainy days, she caught so many wishes with her trusty umbrella that she ended up giving them away to her friends. One very stormy day, she gave five wishes to Phibius, and he used them all to wish for five car toys which he did end up getting. On most days, Hate You was a joy to be around, especially if it was raining. But if she ever got angry, then she would say the most hateful things. Although the other goops loved playing with Hate You, they were always on guard because they didn't want to be called nasty names. One rainy day, Hate You was playing hide-and-seek with Phibius. When she couldn't find him, she became angry. So she called out, I hate you, Phibius! I just hate you! Now Phibius was so gentle that he remained silent and let a little tear slide down his face. Phibius didn't want to be hated by anyone. Sometimes Hate You didn't even realize how awful she could be. Her mother often reminded her to stop, think about things that she really loved, and not to say, I hate you, so often. Unfortunately, 
When Hei Chu wasn't happy, she would forget all about her mother's wise words and start spewing hateful words. One cloudy day, Hei Chu put on her favorite polka dot dress, her treasured pointy hat, and picked up her umbrella. She wanted rain and wishes. She asked her pointy hat to find rain and then waited until she felt guided to the north. Hei Chu walked for quite a while and the clouds were growing ominously dark, but still no rain. She looked up at the gray clouds that were on the verge of bursting. She held up her umbrella and shook it at the sky. She said, I hate you, rain clouds. You should be raining wishes on me. Now, of course, the clouds weren't very happy about being hated, so they desperately held on to their water. Heichu stomped on the ground. She was waving her umbrella in a fit of anger as the clouds watched her. She finally got hungry for dinner and set off for home in a very foul mood. The moment that Heichu arrived home, the clouds were so full of rain that they could no longer hold that they burst wide open. Loads and loads of wishes rained down, but it was too late for Heichu to catch any. Heichu found a dinner of fish and cabbage waiting for her at home. She was already in a bad mood, and when she looked down and saw cabbage sitting on her dinner plate, she became furious. She hated all vegetables, especially cabbage. Heichu stared her best, I hate you eyes, at the cabbage, but it didn't do anything. It just sat there all pink and green. Heichu stared some more, and this time she said, I hate you, in her most venomous voice as she glared at the cabbage. The cabbage moved a little bit, almost as if it was laughing at Heichu, which made her even angrier. I hate you! I hate you, cabbage! I hate you! She cried. As Heichu's shouts died down, she heard a faint little laugh coming from the cabbage. <laughs> All of a sudden, the cabbage took on a life of its own. It started to grow right in front of her as it turned beautiful shades of pink and green. It got bigger and bigger as Heichu shouted, Stop it! I hate you! Soon the cabbage was twice the size of Heichu. Just as she was about to stab it with her fork, the cabbage opened up its huge pink mouth and swallowed Heichu in one giant gulp. Chapter 2 Heichu could feel the pink and green cabbage leaves curling tight around her. She was squeezed stiff in a cabbage clutch and there was no escaping. Her arms and legs pressed against her as if a snake was coiled around her. She was held so tightly she couldn't even think a hateful thought, let alone speak one. After what seemed to be a very long time, Heichu could feel the cabbage leaves loosening, and she tumbled from their clutches. She rolled right into a magical park with a row of oak trees that bent down to welcome her. As they leaned toward Heichu, they formed an inviting path, which Heichu happily skipped down. She went by tree after tree until she entered a gold and red forest. Red leaves were everywhere, 
and they formed a crunchy red carpet that snapped under Heichu's footsteps. She felt as if she was in an enchanted storybook. She looked around for an elf or some other sort of forest creature, but there were none to be seen. Heichu stood very still and listened to the silence around her. She felt a presence, so she slowly gazed around. At first she saw nothing, but then a glint of yellow caught her eye. Heichu focused her gaze toward the yellow glint. There, on a nearby tree branch, was a coiled green snake with golden yellow eyes staring right back at her. She was terrified of snakes and let out the loudest scream she could, saying, I hate you! She was sure this would send the snake slithering off, but he just sat there, staring Heichu straight in the eye. Well, I don't exactly love you, he replied with a snaky tone. Heichu was so shocked that she forgot she hated snakes, and she forgot to be scared. What did you say? she asked in shock. I said, I don't exactly love you. After all, why would I? You said that you hate me, but I'm the one who could be your guide in this crazy mixed-up forest. Heichu didn't know what to say. She had no idea where she was. She didn't want to be eaten by the cabbage again, and all of a sudden, the idea of a guide sounded awfully tempting. Well, perhaps you could help me. After all, I was swallowed by a giant cabbage, and I really don't know what I'm doing here, replied Heichu somewhat tentatively. I have the feeling you were being a little brat. You were probably talking about how much you hated cabbage. You probably deserve to be swallowed. That cabbage could easily swallow you again. If you don't watch out, you may never get out of here. said the yellow-eyed green snake. How dare you, you yellow-eyed snake! What is your name, anyway? Shot back hates you. And if I were you, I would tone down the attitude, hissed back Ka. Okay, I see your point. So, if you're my guide, can you tell me where I am? Asked a more demure Heichu. You're in the forest of dreams and nightmares. Anything you imagine can happen. It really is your choice. Ka continued, Let me show you something. Follow me. Ka slid off his tree and started to slither through the forest. Heichu followed him as he slid over giant yellow trees with winding roots. He stopped at a clearing and said, Look over there. You created that. Heichu glanced over at a vegetable garden with enormous shiny orange carrots, huge red radishes, and giant onions bigger than she was. This was exactly what Heichu's nightmares were made of. How did I create that? screamed Heichu. I hate vegetables! Gross! One of the onions heard Heichu 
and decided to hate her right back. He turned up his onion power full force, and Heichu started crying and crying until she couldn't see a thing. I'm going to the forest of dreams now. Come if you like. Sss, hissed Ka as he slid away. Heichu couldn't see a thing as tears streamed from her eyes. She had no idea which direction to go. Chapter 3 Heichu could hear Ka slithering away and most likely out of sight, but there was nothing she could do. The onion fumes were coming on so strong that she couldn't stop her tears. They streamed from her eyes like a tiny river. (laughs) She was blinded by the onion and stumbling in circles. She was so angry with the onion that all she could think to do was call out, I hate you, onion! Which, of course, made the onion even madder, and he emitted more fumes. Come this way. Heichu heard a voice beckon her. It was a kind and gentle voice, so she followed it. Say something else so I can find you, called out Heichu. Over here, over here, the voice beckoned again. Heichu made her way in the direction of the voice and away from the onion. Soon her tears began to dry up and disappear. Over here, I'm not much further, called the voice. Heichu could see clearly now, but she didn't see anyone. Where are you? She asked the voice, almost desperate. Right here at your feet. Heichu looked down to see what looked like three giant white flowers. Oh, you're a beautiful flower, she exclaimed. No, I'm a mushroom, said the mushroom. But I hate you, started to say, and then she stopped herself. You hate mushrooms? Is that what you wanted to say? asked the mushroom. Well, yes, but I'm sorry, said you. It's okay. I don't take anything personally. But hate is a pretty strong word for a vegetable, don't you think? Well, maybe, said Heichu. But I do hate spiders, don't you? she asked. You need to stop talking about everything that you hate if you want to get to the forest of dreams and escape the cabbage clutch. The mushroom told Heichu to focus on what was good wherever she went and if she did that, that she would find the forest of dreams. This was a new idea for Heichu, because she usually focused on what she hated. This could be challenging, but she decided to give it a try. She looked around and saw a beautiful sparkling necklace hanging from a distant tree. Something beautiful already! I can do this! she thought to herself. She ran over to the necklace. As she got closer, she realized it was a spider web covered in raindrops. Without thinking, Heichu lifted her umbrella and was about to swing it right through the spider web when she felt something land on her shoulder. She stopped her umbrella mid-swing, glanced down, and came face to face with four pairs of eyes on a jumping spider. 
Chapter 4 Heichu had to stop herself from screaming. She had never seen a spider so close, in particular one with four pairs of eyes. That's someone's home you're about to ruin, and just moments ago you thought it looked like a beautiful necklace, said the spider. I did think that. How did you know? replied Heichu. I can feel your thoughts and soak in the cabbage, said the spider with just a little bit of glee. At exactly that moment, Heichu looked down to see a tiny piece of cabbage leaf emerge from the ground and start to curl around her feet. Fear started to overcome her, and when that happened, she got angry, and when she got angry, she started hating. Heichu knew that if she didn't stop hating, things would get worse and the cabbage would swallow her up again. All she wanted was to get to the land of dreams and find Ka. She knew Ka would help her. Heichu started to focus her thoughts on how much she liked Ka and how beautiful the spider web was. As she did that, she saw the cabbage leaf crawl back into the ground and disappear. That's better, said the four-eyed jumping spider. Heichu was feeling a bit calmer now, and she asked the spider how to get to the land of dreams. He reminded her to follow the mushroom's advice. Then he jumped off her shoulder and was gone. Heichu reached up and touched her pointy hat and asked for guidance. It turned her around and around in circles until she saw a charming tree tunnel that she hadn't seen before. This is the way to the forest of dreams, she thought to herself, and off she went. As she walked, Heichu felt a breeze at her back, and she began to be annoyed. It's so cold, she thought to herself, and in an instant, the entire landscape around her had turned into a winter wonderland. She was surrounded by white snow-covered trees and a shimmery white lake. Heichu was about to exclaim how freezing she was when she saw Cabbage Leaf pop up through the snow. So instead, she thought, Did I just make that happen? Let me try that again. This time, she thought about a gurgling waterfall surrounded by red and green. She was so focused on the waterfall that she forgot about how cold she was. In the next moment, she found herself in front of the exact waterfall from her thoughts. Heichu was astounded and delighted all at once. That magic mushroom was right, she thought to herself. I need to find Ka. He is the one who will be able to tell me how to get back to Goop World, she decided. Heichu strolled along near the waterfall and started to think about all of the things she loved. Her Goop friends, her pointy hat her trusty umbrella, and within moments she was feeling better. Then she started thinking about the land of dreams and how wonderful it would be to go there and find Ka again. She thought and thought about it, but nothing happened. Nothing changed. Heichu started to get angry again. She was growing impatient, and it was getting dark. Stupid mushroom, I hate you, she thought to herself. Just then, Heichu looked down at her feet, where she felt a tingling sensation. Her tiny goop feet 
were wrapped tight in a cabbage clutch, and she couldn't move. She tugged and pulled as hard as she could, but she couldn't free her feet from the cabbage. In fact, the harder she pulled, the worse it got. The cabbage started to creep up her legs. Heichu was overcome with rage that was rapidly turning into fear. Her heart beat faster, and the tears started to stream down her face. She took her umbrella and began to whack away at the cabbage crawling up her legs. Everything she did only made the situation worse. Stop, said a hissing voice from beneath her. She looked down to see Ka staring back at her with his piercing yellow eyes. Heichu stared right into Ka's eyes until all she could see was the gleaming yellow light coming from them. Everything around her faded away. She was hypnotized by Ka's stare, and as she gazed back at him, her breathing started to slow down. Her umbrella slid from her tiny hand and landed beside her. She could feel the cabbage release its grip and begin to sink back into the earth. She was free from the cabbage clutch. Heichu picked up her umbrella and looked at Ka. Thank you, she said with a heart full of true gratitude. You're welcome, replied Ka. Then he turned and slithered away. She looked around to see glistening sundrops falling from the trees like raindrops. As they floated by her, they reflected the fuchsia forest trees and fell to the ground to create a forest floor that looked as if it were covered with shiny pink diamonds. As she reached up to touch a sunspot, it melted into her hand, and she knew she was in the forest of dreams. Ka had disappeared, and Heichu was all alone. But she wasn't scared anymore. She knew exactly how to get back home to Goop World all by herself. Heichu reached up and touched her pointy hat as it guided her in the opposite direction of Ka. Then she opened up her umbrella and set off. She could feel the sundrops landing on her umbrella, and each one made her heart feel warmer and brought a smile to her face. She started daydreaming about all of the sundrop wishes that she could make. I wish for all vegetables to taste like candy. I wish to never be scared of spiders again. I wish all snakes could be as nice as Ka. I wish I was back home in Goop World. Heichu felt a gentle tugging at her feet and looked down to see a stunning purple cabbage covered in sundrops. It was like a cabbage lake on the forest floor, and Heichu knew what to do. She didn't hesitate. She jumped right in and slid down the cabbage leaves right back to Goop World. She landed gently on her bedroom floor. As she looked around, she thought about how much she loved her bedroom. Then she thought about one of her favorite Goop friends, Phibius. I must go tell Phibius about the cabbage clutch, thought Heichu. So off she went to tell Phibius. But he was nowhere to be found because he was lost in the black desert fighting off death stalkers. But that is a tale for another time. 
So I hope you enjoyed Hate You and the Beautiful Ferocious Cabbage. And if you did, I would love it and be so grateful if you would leave me a review on iTunes because the reviews on iTunes are how I get the ratings for Goop Tales and how I help spread the word so that I can keep doing these podcasts. So please go to iTunes and leave a fantastic review for Goop Tales. And now, if you would like to see all of the photos that go with this story, you can go to gooptales.com forward slash episode 12. That's the number 1212. And you will see all of the photos and you'll also be able to look for the tiny hate you that is hidden inside each one of these photos. And on this same page, you can also download the first half of Hate You and the Beautiful Ferocious Cabbage, the first half of the story, and then I invite you to ignite your imagination and write your own story ending. And once you've written it, there's a spot on this page where you can submit it online for possible publication on gooptales.com because I want to read your story ending and so does the rest of the world. So go ahead and ignite your imagination and please submit a story ending online. And I will see you next time in Goop Tales episode 13, Phibius and the Black Desert. Until then, make every day a goop day.